Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon, how are you today? Hi, Sandy. I'm well. How are you? I am great. Thank you. The weather has warmed up. It's in the 50s, which is lovely. I get to talk to you and all our listeners, and that's very fun. And we've got a great topic today, so it's all good. How about you? I like today's topic. It's funny because this is one of those things that we kind of talk about every time we get together in some form or another. And so it's interesting to me that it took us into our third season to think about doing it as a topic on the podcast. So let's (laughs) jump into it. Absolutely. These three things, reliability, being responsible and respectful, are a huge part of most of the topics we talk about. I've noticed that it seems like there's not as much emphasis out in our culture about being reliable, responsible, and respectful as there was years ago. What do you think? I agree. And for a while, I thought it was just that we weren't teaching these things so much anymore because there was a time not too long ago that you had to be reliable, responsible, and respectful in order to function in the world. If you wanted a job, you had to be those things. That does not necessarily seem to be the case now. And I don't know if that's just because businesses are so hard up for employees that the bar is a little bit lower. But it also feels like our institutions aren't as likely to hold people accountable in some situations Mm -hmm. anymore. So it feels like we've swung a little bit to the other extreme, and I'm hoping that over the next decade or so, we'll moderate and land somewhere in the middle. I agree. I hope so. Being reliable means that you do what you say you'll do. You not only do it, but you do it when you say you will with a sense of commitment and a positive attitude. You own it. Yes, you own it. And you can be counted on every time. That's what being reliable means. It doesn't mean that you do it once or twice, but then when you don't feel like doing it, you don't do it. It means people know when you say you will do something, you will do it. So you're trustworthy. Your word is your bond. You don't make excuses or blame. You just step up and do it, even if it's hard. Right. Because you do that, others can believe you and know that you will walk your talk. If you say, I will be there on Tuesday at 7, you will be there on Tuesday at 7. And that doesn't mean 7.30, or that doesn't mean you're going to skip it, or you're going to call at the last minute and say, oh dear, something else came up, I can't come. And cancel. You will be there. Yes. Reliability is really about trust. If you have a relationship in which you and the other person are both reliable, if you say you'll do something, you do it, that's trustworthy. That means that they can believe you and know that that will happen. Mm -hmm. If you say it, your word is your bond. Boy, that's a wonderful quality, and I don't see a lot of it these days. I agree, and I kind of think it goes back to, in some cases, knowing how to set boundaries and clearly communicate. Because if you say, oh, yeah, I can do that and intend to follow through, then you also need to know where your limitations are, what your schedule is like, if you're actually able to make that work. If you don't have the ability to set boundaries, that means that you may be saying yes to something you fully know you can't do because you don't know how to say no. Right. A lot of people are afraid to say no, and then they don't follow through, which is much worse than just saying, no, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. So being able to set boundaries, be honest with yourself and other people. And then it also comes back to your values. Do you value Mm -hmm. other people's time? 
Because if you don't, right. you're less likely to be on time and respect their time as well as your time. So there's a whole lot that ties into being reliable. But if you want to know if you're reliable, are there some questions you can ask yourself? Absolutely. You just look yourself in the mirror and say, do I deliver exactly what I say I will on time, every time with a positive attitude? Mm -hmm. And am I trustworthy? Do I always follow through with what I promise? Can people trust that I will be there when I say I will with a smile on my face, ready to do what needs to be done? And you have to be honest with yourself about that. Yes, you do. Do you have a reliability story? I just appreciate people who are reliable. As you know, as I've told the world now, trust is one of my huge issues. Mm -hmm. If somebody is trustworthy, I will make myself vulnerable and open up and have a relationship with them. But if they have proven to me that they are not trustworthy, which means they're often not reliable, then there's no way we can have a relationship. Yep. What about you? Well, it happened actually this morning. We've been talking with a roofing company for the past year and a half because we need a new roof. We had an appointment to meet with him at nine o'clock this morning and I was late getting ready and just figured, oh, I probably have another five or 10 minutes before he'll be here. But I was wrong. Nine o'clock on the dot, he rung the doorbell. Wow. He was here exactly when he said he would. And you know, I like to be on time. I think I tend to be a few minutes on either side of being on time. <laughs> Early's better. <laughs> yeah, I could do a better job. But there was something about that tiny act of him being here exactly at nine o'clock that said to me, even if I hadn't already decided that we were going with this company, that this was the guy to go with. Exactly. That's a beautiful example of how being reliable can impact the entire relationship mm -hmm. and it can create a relationship. We're about to spend a lot of money with him. And so I need yeah, to be right. able to trust him <laughs> to not take exactly. us for a ride and to be very clear about what's going on with our roofing situation. And that was the right way to start. If he'd showed up 20 minutes late, I might have said, we maybe need to shop around a little more. Right. But his being reliable got him the job and got you a good person to do the job you need done. Reliability is hugely important. Mm -hmm. And that's a great example. Now you have to give me <laughs> later, give me the name of the roofer. Yeah, absolutely. So now it's up to him to be responsible. <laughs> exactly. And responsible is about when you accept accountability for what you're doing. He's responsible to make the roof right, and you're trusting him to do that. You've given him the authority to be in charge of it. Yeah. So if he says, oh, yeah, I can do that for this price, and then halfway through pulls the old switcheroo, he could be being That's... responsible by being very clear and saying, hey, things are a whole lot worse under these shingles than I thought they were. We need to reevaluate and talk about this. Or... He could just dilly-dally and make the situation worse, but use it to make money off us. So it's kind of up to him to be accountable. Accountable and responsible. You can be responsible for something, but not be reliable about it. Like he could be responsible for fixing the roof, but not do it well. Yes. But he still had the responsibility to do it well. So responsibility means that you have been handed the authority to do something, and then how you follow through with it is about being reliable, showing that you are personally responsible. Part of that is being respectful. In order to respect his clients, he's going to show consideration and regard for us and the fact that we hired him. Exactly. 
then he will appreciate you and you will appreciate him and you will admire each other for how you two are working together. I don't see a lot of respect happening in our culture these days. Mm-hmm. Used to be that people could have a difference of opinion about politics or religion or the color you want to paint your house. People would say, you know, that doesn't work for me, but it seems to work for you. So great. You go do that and I'll go do my thing. And that was respectful. Nowadays, we've lost the ability to do that in a lot of areas, and it's more about, well, you don't believe what I do, so you're really wrong and you're a bad person. No, not really. If I'm going to be a Democrat or a Republican and you're going to be the other one, or I have certain opinions about how things should be done and you have other opinions, it doesn't mean we're bad people and we need to be able to respect each other. And that's gotten lost. I don't quite understand how or why. When you're respectful, you accept somebody for who they are, even when they're different and you don't agree with them. And show that they have value even though you disagree. Of course. And it used to be that way. What do you think happened to that? I don't know that it's been that way across the board. I mean, there are certainly populations that have been less respected than others. But I think Mm -hmm. there used to be more of a societal norm that you treated people with respect, whether that was calling your elders sir or ma'am or opening doors for women, you know, more the chivalry type of activities. Mm -hmm. But I feel like essentially what we're doing when we're respecting people is we're saying, I see you. And I don't know that we see each other anymore. That is exactly right. Well put, Shan. I'm impressed. Thanks. You're just so smart. (laughs) Well, you know, I struggled with this when I first became a step-parent. I wanted Mm -hmm. to teach my husband's daughter. I wanted to be able to teach her respect. And as an only child who was kind of the center of a variety of adults' universes, respect was not something that she was getting or being asked to give in a lot of situations. And so I really struggled with how to talk about it. And essentially what I've learned is that the way to teach it is to give it. If you want somebody to understand respect, you respect them and show them what it is to be respected. Mm -hmm. It is challenging to talk about for me, and I'm not sure why that is. Just the general respect concept? Yes, I've been thinking about this for days now because I knew we were going to be talking about it today and thinking it's hard to define respect without using the word respect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, right. (laughs) But I do think what it comes down to is acknowledging each other. It's sort of like saying namaste. The light in Mm -hmm. me recognizes the light in you and we all have value and we are all part of the one. Because of that, you are my equal even if we are different in every other way. Exactly. Just because we might disagree on something doesn't mean either one of us has lesser value. Exactly. We are all human beings getting along on this earth, and it works much better if we can be respectful and supportive of each other because respect is about trust and safety and well-being and all those things that if there is no respect, you don't feel seen or you feel negatively judged. I know our grandson and his wife live in Tennessee. They're from the West Coast. They were raised on the West Coast. But they love the South because the South is a culture that puts an emphasis on manners and being polite and showing respect. The children are taught to say yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, and to do those what some people call old-fashioned things of just being polite. Mm -hmm. And they love that because the culture that they came from on the West 
West Coast has somehow lost that. Mm -hmm. I do think it has something to do with how many people you live around. There is a level of respect that is necessary in order to operate with other people. That's kind of what you agree to when you agree to live in a society. We live in a city, therefore we follow certain laws in order to get along with the people you live around and maintain peace and harmony. You engage in certain niceties. And if you don't, then you risk being ostracized or disliked by the people you surround yourself with. Right. But then you visit cities like New York, where there are just so many people that it's not possible to acknowledge everybody. And so the mannerisms are maybe seen as a little bit more harsh, less respectful people run into each other and don't say anything because nobody's making eye contact. Because if you make eye contact while you're walking down a street that's covered in people, you'll never get anywhere. So I do think it kind of <laughs> depends on where you're from and how many people there mm -hmm. are. But in general, yes. when you are face to face with a person that you have to stand there for more than like a passing second, being able to acknowledge them will enhance not mm -hmm. only their world, but yours. Absolutely. It makes a huge difference if you just see them mm -hmm. and let them know you see them. And that's showing respect. Yes. I was in Target the other day and I was looking at body lotions. And, you mm -hmm. know, you've been in a Target aisle. They're not big. And I was not standing right. all the way across the aisle. I was standing a couple of feet away from the lotions. And it was just mm -hmm. me and it was obvious what I was doing, I thought. But two late teens walked right mm -hmm. up, stood directly in front of me and looked at lotions. Directly. Whoa. Maybe a foot away. <laughs> Are they oblivious or what? Yes, completely and totally oblivious. Totally stunned to the point that it was interesting to observe what I was feeling because my first mm -hmm. instinct was like, am I not visible here? Do I not exist here? Yeah. And then I wanted to say something, but it's not worth getting into an altercation about. And if I'd really needed a lotion, I could have just said, excuse me, I was about to grab that, yeah. you know, but I didn't. I was just right. looking at stuff. But it was a really interesting experiment that just kind of spontaneously mm -hmm. happened. Like, hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, I'm here. Yes. And I'm wondering if nowadays young people are not taught as much as we used to be back in the day to see other people and acknowledge them and make room for them, which is what respect is. I don't know if they're still taught that. I think we're taught to spend entirely too much time looking at ourselves and not at other people mm -hmm. or seeing other people. Right. It's important that you have self-respect. You have to appreciate and value yourself. As Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. If you have good self-respect, good boundaries around what you will and will not accept from other people, also how you treat other people, that's really important. But it's not about arrogance and it's not about saying that I am the be all and the end all and the best there ever is and nobody <laughs> is as good as I am. It's saying I am as good as everybody else. Mm -hmm. We all need to treat each other with respect. Yeah. And I don't know if young people are being taught that these days. Well, and I don't know if, I mean, there are certainly people in our generations who are not being very respectful either. It just right. kind of feels in general, the bar has been lowered. Yes, I think so. And you've often talked about respecting things. Yes, you treat your possessions with respect. You don't just dump coffee all over your carpets on purpose, or you don't do things that will destroy your property or other people's property. Respecting those things is about 
valuing and taking care of them, Mm -hmm. treating them nicely. And it's the same respect for people, valuing and and treating them nicely. Yeah. So respect is so important in a culture that needs to function together. We have to respect others. We have to respect things. And we have to respect rules. It's not okay to drive 150 miles an hour through the neighborhood. It's just not. You've got to respect and value that rule that says, you drive 20 or 30 or whatever it is. There are people called police who whose job is to make sure that you live respectfully of the rules. Well, the rules are just in place because of how they affect people. Respecting rules is respecting people. Exactly. Exactly. If you respect the law that says you have to drive 20 miles an hour through a school zone, that's not about respecting a law. That's about respecting the fact that those kids that are there for school who maybe don't have brains fully developed enough to be able to recognize when cars are coming, that they have a right right to live too. Yes. Respect is huge. And I don't know if people these days even think about it very often, but I would encourage our listeners to pay attention to what you respect and how you show it. And do you respect yourself? Do you respect other people? Do you respect things? Do you respect ideas? Just pay attention and see where that fits in your life. I think part of the reason that it's gotten lost is because in our media universe, what's being rewarded doesn't have anything to do with respect. When we're looking at reality shows... Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting rewarded for being respectful. They're getting rewarded for being sneaky and for being two-faced and for, quote unquote, doing whatever it takes at the expense of other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Then they win a competition and they make a million dollars. And now we say, oh, I want to be like that person. Maybe in real life, they're a perfectly lovely person. But what we saw was that they were kind of shady and not somebody you'd actually want to have a relationship with. And yet that's what's being highlighted is the fact that they won this competition. They're designed to bring out the worst in us, but that's what we're being yes. shown. Right. And I, I really hate that yeah. a lot. And I don't watch those things. I don't know. Do you watch those things? No, because they're designed to pit people against each other. It's just about stabbing each other in your back. Yeah. It's about trying to one-up people all the time in a sneaky, nasty way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go there. But you're right. That is big in a lot of social media and television shows. So let's talk about ways to show respect to yourself, to people, to stuff. There are so many. You start by being reliable and trustworthy. Just pay attention to your actions and behaviors and think before you speak. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to your body language and your words and your tone. Learn how to listen if you don't already know how and become okay with allowing differences in opinions or beliefs without arguing or judging or trying to win. And don't interrupt. Let people talk. Their opinions not only are valuable, but you might learn something from them. Right. And if you're having trouble with that, maybe take a look at your beliefs and what you're afraid it says about you if somebody else challenges the way you think. You just be polite, kind, and courteous. You don't gossip or discriminate or bully. And use manners like saying thank you and please and just being polite like the kids in Tennessee are. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that includes being kind and compassionate. And it also means valuing and acknowledging people's physical and emotional boundaries. 
pay attention to body language, see if you're pushing up against somebody's boundary. It's okay to say, hey, it's looking like maybe you're not comfortable talking about this. Would you like to change the subject? We forget how to talk about this stuff. How to just acknowledge what's going on and see if it's okay with the other person. Mm -hmm. And you have to treat people and their property well and make decisions on what's right, not on who you like. What do you mean by that? If an influencer is doing something that really kind of goes against your values, but they're famous and making millions of dollars being whatever they are, don't follow it just because they're doing it. You have to respect yourself and your ability to make decisions on your own. Mm -hmm. And that's a big part of becoming comfortable with and loving who you are. It means you're not going to get pushed into doing something that goes against what you believe in or what you think is safe or how you want to be portrayed. Exactly. You have to be aware of and thoughtful about your feelings and what's important to you and other people's feelings and needs so mm -hmm. that you just live and let live. Here's a biggie. You have to own your mistakes and you have to acknowledge that you made a mistake and you have to apologize and you have to mean it. Yes, absolutely. Like, no, I'm sorry. That's not an apology. <laughs> no, that's a dismissal. Yes. Good word. You got good words today. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, let people speak. Listen, let others talk. Don't judge and respect them. And then if you do that, they will respect you. If you try to argue and fight and change whatever they're saying or believing, there will be no respect on either side. Mm -hmm. Let people be. And that's our masterclass on respect. <laughs> there you go. Such a huge, important thing. It is. And we don't talk about it enough. I mean, you and I talk about it a lot. <laughs> but as a society, we don't talk about it enough. Yes, I think so. And I would like it to be taught in schools. I would like it to be taught to children from the day they're born. You treat the mm -hmm. child with respect and they will learn to treat you with respect and it goes from there. And if that doesn't happen for a variety of reasons, it's very hard to change it. But it's important for everybody to know that you can, you have the power to start this minute treating yourself and others with respect, even if you were never taught to do it. Yeah, that's key because I think a lot of us were not raised in a household that either knew how to respect or that respected kids, especially if you come from an older generation where kids were supposed to be seen and not heard and maybe mm -hmm. weren't given a whole lot of choices or opportunities to assert their own independence or personality. So being able to learn respect, knowing that you have the ability to start flexing that muscle if you haven't in the past is key. Very, very important to know that. So wrap us up. Being reliable, responsible, and respectful are important ingredients in any positive relationship. Mm -hmm. Reliability means people can trust you to do what you say you will do. When you're responsible, you're in charge of something. Unfortunately, you can be responsible for something, including yourself, and not treat it well. Mm -hmm. When this happens, you show others that even though you have been assigned the responsibility for something, you're not reliable. And when you respect something or someone, including yourself, you show it consideration and regard and treat it well. Being respectful builds trust and is an important part of positive relationships. If reliability, being responsible and respectful don't come naturally to you, you always 
always have the power to learn these important qualities. Mm -hmm. And exhibiting reliability, responsibility, and respectfulness in your life will show others you are safe, trustworthy, and worth having a relationship with. Beautifully done. You have always been the most reliable, responsible, respectful person in my life. Oh, well, thank you. And so have you with me, Shannon. You have to be able to trust that the people you surround yourself with are going to treat you well and will do what they say. So that's what we do in our family. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I hope that our listeners have families that do that too. And if they don't, they can certainly change that if they want to. It can start with you. Exactly. It always starts with you. So give it a shot and then let us know how it's going because we love yes. hearing from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or if you have topics you'd like us to address in future podcasts, let us know. And we would love for you to review our podcast. It really makes a difference. So you can do that wherever you stream, or if you just want to talk to us directly, you can visit yourpersonalpowerpod.com, click contact and drop us an email. Also, you can get in touch with us on Instagram where you can can find us at your personal power pod. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, contact Sandy at Sandy at insidejobscoach.com. Thank you so much for listening. We look so much forward to hearing from you in the future. And until next time, find your power and change your life.